With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is not as simple as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened up so many more doors. The show is called The The Deal. Deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply Lucky Land Casino, asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car, before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Welcome back, listeners, to another episode of Yeah, I Said It. And you're checking out the program, the first one of the year on January 3rd, 2020. Want to wish all of you guys a happy new year. Hopefully you guys brought in the new year safe and sound. Hopefully you had a fantastic New Year's Day as well, watching New Year's Day bowl games. And hopefully you are commiserating you're you're finished commiserating hopefully you've gotten over the depression of the fact that the Pittsburgh Steelers will not be in the 2019 2020 playoffs and I want to thank you guys also for really supporting us and supporting the show getting us to 5,000 subscribers the goal I think I've set for myself I've kind of discussed it with Jeff and with others is that I would love that for anybody who's on the live chat, if you've never subscribed to the show and you're on the live chat, make sure you subscribe to the show. That helps us too. Make sure you like the program. The other way that you can contribute to us and help us do this for you and provide this service is you can provide us with the super chat feature, the dollar sign on the bottom. If you've got a question, and you want to get your question to the top of the queue, make sure you hit the dollar sign. I will jump into all those questions. Before I jump into the topic of this Friday's first of the year episode of Yeah, I Said It, I want to give a big shout out to Jeff Hartman. does a fantastic job as the editor of the website, BehindTheSteelCurtain.com. 
Also, my co-host on the standard is the standard and the post game. Want to give a big shout out to Tony Defio. Also want to give a big shout out to the Oracle of the website, the Oracle, the knower of all things Steeler, Dave Schofield. Also, big shout out to Big Bro Sco. And last but not least, I want to give a shout out to hashtag Mr. 2AM, hashtag Mr. Just Take It, hashtag 70s Curtains, the infamous Brian Anthony, who's bad, Davis. The topic of this show, and when your team doesn't go to the playoffs, a lot of what-ifs creep into your head. So the topic for this Friday's episode of Yeah, I Said It is simply, Yeah, I Said It, what-ifs are for losers. And when your team doesn't make the playoffs, as fans, we come up with a list of what-ifs and we replay them in our head, and we simply say to ourselves, what if this happened? This would have happened. What if this happened? That would have happened. But I want to quote Sally Gardner, who said the famous quote, you see that what ifs are as boundless as the stars. And the reason why what ifs are for losers is because when you win in the when you get into the what if game, it's what my family used to always say. And I don't know if it's a Manchester thing. Uh, I'm sure it's not. Big up to all my family. Listen to the program. Big up to Steve. Big up to all my family that participates in the program and listens to the program and contributes and likes. And big up to all my family in Pittsburgh. It's the simple saying. Coulda, woulda, shoulda. What ifs put you into the coulda, woulda, shoulda game? And when you play that game, that's a losing game, and that's a losing mentality. You have to operate from the perspective of the positive, and you have to take responsibility for your lot and where you are. And that's what Coach Tomlin illustrated this week. They are 8-8. Eight and eight. They finished 8-8 eight and eight because of themselves, not because of what-ifs. So I want to jump into a couple of what-ifs. And, and, and a post that I saw from Steelers Depot on Twitter earlier in this week made me think of this. And, and, and the fact that what-ifs for are for losers. So if you are listing what-ifs, get out of that losing mentality. Get out of that mentality. Get out of that mentality for 2020. Start thinking about the positive things that Steelers can do and the changes that they can make. It's not a what-if game. They didn't do it. There's no such things as what-if once the moment passed. It's gone. Take what-if and take should out of your vocabulary when you talk about the Pittsburgh Steelers or your personal life and your aspirations for 2020, there are no what ifs, and you can't predict the future. Leonard Green is right. You're speaking the truth, Lance. You can't predict the future, so what ifs aren't a factor. He is absolutely right. What ifs are as boundless as the stars in the sky. Let me give you some what ifs. 
And this is from the tweet from Steelers Depot. What if Moncrief catches that pass against the Seattle Seahawks? Well, let me give you another what if. What if they don't give up the bomb to Metcalf to lose the game? So when you start the what if game, there's a thousand other boundless, endless what ifs that you can recall in that game. If they had made, they might have won. Because, you know, when you add two what ifs, all it equals is a might. What if plus what if, what if cubed equals four what ifs. So Ali Alarobi said, yes, know what if Ben was healthy or if Mason never got hurt, it's about the future. Absolutely. What ifs don't matter. It's about the present and the here and now. That's all water under the bridge. And you can't operate on that. That's why you don't hear coaches talk about that. They go to the grind. They get in game film. They study their tendencies, and they try to fix things. Let me give you another what if. What if Connor doesn't fumble late against the 49ers? Well, what if they don't hit him? He wouldn't fumble. What if they couldn't score? You know, they didn't score multiple times. They only scored, I think, 20 points in that game, and they had five turnovers. What if they don't give up over 200 yards rushing in that game? That's why I don't get into this what-if game. Because what when you get into that what-if game, it takes away from you doing the critical self-examination that you need to do as a football team to get better. What if you executed and made the proper plays to not put your team in that situation? What if that's correct? Self-correct. Move on. Wes Hickok brought up one. What if Ola doesn't get called for the roughing the passer against the Baltimore Ravens? Well, what if they didn't give up 17 quick points? What if they didn't do the wildcat in their negative territory, in their negative territory, and give up a turnover? There are too many what-ifs and what and scenarios. Because they are boundless as the stars in the sky, you have to focus on correcting you, your team. You have to correct your habits, your practice habits. You have to correct your discipline, how you, how, how you deal with ball security, how you're going to game plan, your program, your plan. Because there's too many what ifs. What ifs? are for losers. When you get into that mentality of what if, what if, what if, the coulda, shoulda, woulda, that's a losing mentality. Bad teams do that. And the Steelers right now are an average team. But as a fan base, we've got to get away from talking about what ifs. It's about what do they need to do next to improve as a football team. Let me give you another what if. Juju doesn't fumble in overtime versus the Ravens. Let me give you another one from this tweet. Holton catches the deep pass against the Browns. How about this one? No red zone wildcat versus the Bills. And the last one is Washington catches the late end zone pass deep against the Jets. Because if we're going to get in all these what ifs, 
You know, what if Randy Feetner were more creative as a play caller? What's up getting bent with Bo? What's happening with you? Big Mar 34. What if our third and fourth down stringers didn't play as well as they did? Our record would probably be worse than the Browns. I'm Alex Rodriguez. And I'm Jason Kelly. From Bloomberg, this is The Deal. Each week, you're here in conversation with business icons. This show will explore deal-making across sports, media, and entertainment. That is a harsh lesson in business. Sports is and not uh, as simple you know, as bringing a bunch of big names together. I didn't want to do another stomp you out speech. It opened so, up so many you know, more doors. The show is called The, the deal. deal. Listen to The Deal. Listen to The Deal on Spotify. So you can play this what-if game in a thousand different directions. But when you play the what-if game, it's merely a cop-out. It's a cop-out of average-minded and weak-minded individuals and teams that will not allow you to prosper, move forward, and grow. It traps you in the past and doesn't allow you to get to the work that you need to do to change your future. What-ifs are gone. They're the past, and that's the beauty of the past, is the past is over, and if you do the work and examine the past, you may not make the same mistakes moving forward. Like Game Theory said, what if is always an easy way out? That's why I'm simply saying, what ifs are for losers, and what the Steelers have not been over the course of their history are losers. They have been average the last couple of years. But I think they are moving in the right direction. And I love that Coach Tomlin makes no excuses. He keeps his football team focused on the now. And he's going to move that team forward. And I feel confident that Coach Tomlin is the guy that can do that because he is not going to wallow in the past. They don't think about what ifs, because there's nothing you can do. You cannot replay those moments. You can't get back to it. Felicia, hey, Felicia. She's so funny. Said, what if Ben, ben <laughs> what if Big Ben wasn't on his cargo diet? You know, cargo to Taco Bell, McDonald's, Wendy's, I couldn't believe he's going to be ready for 2020. You know, like Big Marv said, 34. In football, when you play football, you have to have amnesia. It is really, and that's the fascinating thing when I've talked to pros and I've had the honor and, and the good fortune of knowing quite a few guys from Cal, Cal football, big up to Cal. You know it. You know the story. Tell the whole darn world this is Cal territory. My Cal Bears, eight and five, won their bowl game. Great year for the staff. Um, you know, uh, <laughs> you know, it's great. I mean, so great, but you got to have a short memory, and that's what pros always talk about. And I am going to read this, <laughs> the one from Game Theory. Because he knows I'm a hip-hop fan. You know, I'm a hip-hop fan. Big up to the West. Big up to the East. Big up to all the MCs out there. And he said the following. From Corrupt. What if Corrupt and Corrupt from DPG, from the Dog Pound. What if Corrupt gave a F about a B 
he'd always be broke. Never have no money and no to smoke. Hopefully I got that right, Game Theory. I think I got that right. But yeah, to Game Theory and to Corrupt's point, outstanding MC from Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, from Illadelph, awesome freestyler. Uh, you, you just can't play that game. It's a losing mentality, and it keeps you in the past. And, and Corrupt is getting props from Get Bent with both. Big up to Corrupt. Big up to Daz and the Dog Pound DPG Gangsters. Big up to Dr. Dre, one of the greatest of all time. So, as fans, we've got to get out of that game. We've got to get out the what ifs. But I want to jump into a couple of other topics. And topic one that was reported in the news, and I'm sure you guys have seen it recently. I think Alan Fanica and Troy Palomalu are Hall of Fame finalists. You know, of course, us being biased, you know, we absolutely believe. Uh, and, and I have no doubt that the guy right here that I'm holding up right here, I think it goes this way, that I'm holding up in the live chat, Troy Palomalu, number 43, um, uh, you know, USC guy. That's the only thing I can hold against Troy. But I think I just broke the Troy arm on video. Let me put the Troy arm back on. Yes, that was a live chat moment as we do that. But I think we all know that Troy P absolutely should be a first ballot Hall of Famer. And let me put Troy to the side because his arm is messed up. So that means Troy is on IR. But um, I think we absolutely believe as Steeler fans that Troy P should have been on a, on that 100 team, that 100 team. And, and I think Troy Palomalo will absolutely be a first ballot Hall of Famer. Now, I'm not sure about Alan Fanica. I think Alan Fanica should be uh, a Hall of Famer, absolutely. I think Alan Fanica... Uh, and I'm not sure that he will get in this time, uh, but I am sure that Alan Fanica will get in. I mean, in my opinion, I, I think he was one of the best guards during his era. Um, I think he was one of the best guards of that decade. And I'm not sure. Somebody tell me you're not on the live chat. Uh, was Alan Fanica voted uh, on the all-decade team as the best guard? I'm not sure. But as they called him in Pittsburgh, Big Red. You know, I, I, I think Big Red absolutely uh, should be in the Hall of Fame. I think he was an outstanding player. Um, I'm not sure if he won one or two championships. I know he won one championship, uh, uh, the early one with Ben Roethlisberger. I, I don't think he won a second one. I think he got one ring. Um, but when you look at his credentials, uh, I mean, he was just an outstanding player. I mean... I mean, I think he should be in. I mean, I know that all of you guys think, you know, he should be in. And I, I'm trying to look for a list of the final. And, and absolutely he should be in because I think he should have gotten in before Alan, for Mawai, from Kevin Mawai. I mean, I thought he was a better player. Now, here are some of the players, Steve Atwater, Tony Baselli. I think Tony Baselli will get in. I don't think Isaac Bruce will get in. Um, I think uh, John Lynch will probably get in. I think Troy Palomalo will get in. Um, I don't think Richard Seymour will get in. So I think he gets in. Uh, I don't think it's an outstanding finalist class. You got Atwater, Baselli, Isaac Bruce, uh, Leroy Butler, Alan Fanica, Tory Holt, Steve Hutchinson, Edron James, John Lent, Sam Mills, Troy Palomalo, and Richard Seymour. I mean, the guards during that era were Hutchinson, 
and Fanica. And I, I think Fanica should get in. I think this is a great class uh, for him to get in. I think Reggie Wayne is also a finalist, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, but I think he gets in. Um, you know, Alan Fanica's credentials are second to none. Uh, Big Red was a fantastic player. Um, you know, he's not been in the media much. You know, I don't know if that's going to hurt him. This is his fifth shot at it. Um, I think he gets in. I think Reggie Wayne, in fact, is, uh, you know, a finalist. Let me give you some of his credentials. Uh, of course, he played for the Steelers from 98 to 07, the Jets and the Cardinals. He's a Super Bowl champion, nine-time Pro Bowler, six-time first-team All-Pro, two-time second-team All-Pro. He was actually on the 2000s All-Decade team, Steelers all-time team. Oh, he absolutely is going to get in. He's definitely going to get in. If you're on an all-decade team, and somebody in the live chat will have to tell me, um, and, and maybe the Oracle will let me know as well, but if you're on the all-decade team, you're going to get in the Hall of Fame. Because listen, listen to the all-decade team for the 2000s. Um, Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Edger and James, LaDainian Tomlinson, Marvin Harrison, uh, Randy Moss, Tony Gonzalez, Walter Jones, Jonathan Ogden. Um, you got Fanica Hutchinson, Kevin Mawai. If you look at the linemen, Kevin Mawai, Steve Hutchinson uh, is up for it now. Fanica, you got Ogden's in, Walter Jones is in. So I think he absolutely is going to get it. If you make an all-decade all team, Orlando Pace, I believe, is in as well. Um, and listeners, um, if you hear the a fire alarm in the background that's a part of doing a live chat and this is just a flavor <laughs> that goes with the program no Wes my house is not burning down it is absolutely not burning down but you know when you're doing live stuff you know you really can't stop you've got to hope that the fire alarm goes off um, Ryan Kellerman, I don't have to stop, drop, and roll. Maybe I can get Troy to stop, drop, and roll. Uh, you know, he's stopping, dropping, and rolling. But I really can't get to um, another topic until the fire alarm stops. Actually, uh, what happens would be, what if the fire alarm went off? It would be less funny that the fire alarm went on while I was actually doing the show. So that's a what if, but we always keep it rolling. The fire alarm goes off. What if I dodge the flames? I can still keep doing the show. But and looking at the all-decade team, and I, he's going to get in. I mean, you look at these all-decade guys. Um, yeah, and, and the Hall of Fame selection committee chose the all-decade team. So it's weird that he's not in. Because the Hall of Fame committee put him on the All Decade team, I mean that means you should get in. Uh, and, and oh, here let me let me just yeah, Tomlinson, Harrison, Moss, Gonzalez, Jones, Ogden, Mawai, Will Shields, Larry Allen, Willie Rolfe, Orlando Pace, Terrell Owens, and those guys and Owens, Pace, Rolfe, Allen, and Shields are second team All Decades. And so if you have Alan Fanica on the first team all decade over Larry Allen and Will Shields, they got to get in. I mean, I mean, they got to get, I mean, they're going to get in. 
he he he's going to get in. I mean, absolutely, he's going to get in. Let me jump into another topic on the New Year's show. Hopefully, you guys listen to the standard to standard on New Year's. We were talking about the running back position, and we talked about how Benny Snell Jr. or I talked about it, how I think he gave himself a, a great shot in the arm to be the starter. Uh, on opening day next year because of the performance against the Ravens. I thought he ran with power. I thought he ran with decisiveness. I thought he showed some birth and some quickness, a little better lateral quickness. But as I listened back to the show, I thought to myself, I don't know about that. And the reason I'm kind of changing my mind when I'm thinking about Benny Snell being a starter is because I'm looking at the rest of the starting running backs in the division. You've got Ingram, Chubb, and Mixon. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Dare I say, Beanie Snell is nowhere near any of those guys. I think Chubb led the NFL in rushing. I mean, Ingram, I believe, had over 1,000. And Joe Mixon is a physical freak and a stud. So, it, you know, do you really want the fourth best running back in a division starting for you that has the physical characteristics of Benny Snell, I'd almost rather them draft a guy with better physical characteristics than Benny Snell and put that guy in the mix to start. You know, number one running back physical traits, power, burst, lateral agility, one cut, you know, can run zone, can run power. You know, I think they need a better back than Beanie Snell. I mean, they've got to upgrade their skill position. So I'm not so certain that Beanie Snell or Benny Snell, I don't know why I call him Beanie Snell. Maybe that's my Pittsburgh stuff. That Benny Snell should all he should definitely be in the mix, right? Maybe you get rid of James Conner and he takes the second string, first string snap, so to speak. But I think they absolutely have to find a better running back to start for them. A guy with the type of physical characteristics of Mixon, Chubb, and Ingram. I mean, Ingram won a Hall of Fame, I mean, excuse me, a Heisman Trophy. Chubb is the man, is the best back in the division. And Mixon was outstanding. You know, had Mixon not got into those issues with Oklahoma, I mean, who knows? They go from having the best running back in the division with Mr. Butt Naked and Rob to having the worst starting running back in the division. And when you have your level of talent at the skill position dips so precipitously. That's another reason why, you know, your, your offense struggles. Andrea Jones, absolutely hilarious. I just yelled at my kid who has the alarm going on. <laughs> going off, and it was you too, Andrea. I'm telling you, apologize to your children. Go get them some frozen yogurt. Go make them some breakfast or something. But, Andrea, that is the live chat comment of the year. That is absolutely funny that you yelled at your kids for starting the alarm 
when it was actually me. But that's what you get when you listen to this show. You get real flavor. But speaking about skill positions and speaking about the division, and there is an assumption that Ben Albert, hey, 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 is going to come back and be the Ben of the past. Now, none of us has a crystal ball. That may not help. I'm older than Ben. I'm I'm 49 years of age. Ben is 38. I'm 11 years his senior. Ben's a professional athlete, played at the highest level. Hall of Famer, in my opinion. But Ben Albert, hey, 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 is not taking care of his body. And I'm worried. And the other thing that worries me about Ben Albert, hey, hey, is that the Steelers have still never really divulged the extent of his injury and have not been transparent whatsoever about his injury status, where he is with his rehab or anything. We don't know much. And as a 49-year-old fat guy, I'm going to let you know, it's hard when you get older to lose that weight. So the assumption that Ed Bouchette of The Athletic and others are taking when they're just really flipped in their response of just simply saying, ah, he'll get the weight off. Well, why couldn't he have kept the weight off? I didn't think that your arms affected your legs, your knee bones connected to your thigh bone, your thigh bones connected to your something bone, your something bones connected to the something bone. The, it, it, you remember that? I don't know if you guys are old enough to remember that little, the, I think I was maybe it was Schoolhouse Rock. I don't know what else. Yeah, but I don't know, you guys might be old enough to, to uh, be, be worth that. Uh, but yeah, I mean, I just don't know. Uh, you know, because I, I, I you know, I, I'm not convinced. I'm not convinced it's going to be that easy. I'm not convinced that he's going to be able to rehab the arm in time, drop the weight, do all of that. I feel better if he maintained a monicum of shape to where getting back in shape wasn't part of the rehab. I mean, this guy's 38. I mean, you know, perception is everything. It's like, you know, when you go into a job interview, you don't go in with your shirt untucked and some J's and a blunt. I mean, you don't do that. So I'm just saying, the perception that he's given to the fan base is he's fat, hey, 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 Ben Albert, lazy, and out of shape. I want to jump into the first Super Chat of the Year for Yeah, I Said It. Big up to Grayson Brown, hashtag the hater, Bing. Happy New Year, Lance. I think Ben, the Ben investment has passed. His contract hurts the team. His elbow will drop his performance significantly. Be ready, Steeler Nation. Ben will not save the Steelers next year. I don't know if you're quite off. I mean, I'd like to say that you're off. But when you look at Ben's contract, and we talked about it a little bit uh, on Wednesdays, the standards are standard on New Year, New Year's Day. Uh, his cap number for this year is $33.5 million. His cap hit for next year is 31.5. He is taking up currently 17% 
of the Steelers' salary cap. If they were to cut him pre-June 1st, there would be a dead money cap charge of $25 million. They would get $8.5 million in savings. If they were to cut him post-June 1st, I don't know if it, they don't have that here. Let me see if I can give you the post-June 1st, if they cut him post-June 1st. Uh, they just have pre-June 1st here. So let's get back into the bin numbers. When you look at the bin numbers, if they were to move on from him, it would be next year, 2021, where his dead money charge is 12.5 and his cap savings is 19 million. That's the year. And he would be 39 years old. That would be the last year of the deal. If Ben Roethlisberger, and mark the tape here, if Ben Roethlisberger does not play well next season, 2020, 2021 season, he will be cut in 2021. They will move on from him, and they will get the cap savings. And that lends me to my point. I think they need to draft a quarterback. I'm not convinced that Mason Rudolph is the future quarterback. And speaking of Devlin Duck Hodges, and I was thinking to myself, how will Devlin Duck Hodges be remembered? I think he will be remembered as, I think it'll be a po- in a positive light that he had a great story. He did the best that he could with what he is and what he had, and he won some games for the Pittsburgh Steelers. I think he'll be remembered in a positive light as a gritty guy that did his best got them some wins, and just, you know, he outkicked his coverage, so to speak. And But I think he will be remembered favorably for the Steelers. And I'm talking about this in a sentimental tone because I think, unfortunately, I think he played himself off the roster. Faceless man said, hey, Lance, I think Gilmore will win defensive player of the year, but considering Gilmore has had bad games this year and TJ has not, I think he should get it. TJ's not going to get it because the Steelers didn't make the playoffs. If the Steelers had made the playoffs, TJ would get it because the success of the Steelers getting to the playoffs would largely have rested on the shoulders of the def- of the defense. He's not going to get it. Although I think he is a he's going to be, you know, he's going to get a lot of votes. He'll probably finish number 2. But I don't think he's going to get it because they're not a playoff team and, and, and I think you have to reward a team that has been successful. And so when you look at the future of the quarterback position, the reason I'm talking about drafting a quarterback is you look at the division. Baker Mayfield, number one pick, has struggled this year, but I think he has traits, good traits. He's the number one overall pick. Lamar Jackson is going to be the MVP. And and Barrow from LSU is going to be the overall number one pick. So you're going to have a division where you're going to have two number one overall picks in the division, starting at quarterback for teams. And you're going to have the MVP. Juxtapose that against a guy, Ben Albert, hey, 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 who's 38, coming off a repaired elbow, and you've got Mason Rudolph and Devlin Doug Hodges in your building as your other two quarterbacks with Paxton Lynch. Dare I say, they need to draft a quarterback. They need to find their quarterback of the future because if your division has found their quarterbacks of the future and you don't have one, your ass is in trouble. 
The last thing that I want to jump into before I jump into the live chat, if you got any live chat questions, get any super chat questions, hit me with a super chat. Hit me with a super chat like my guy, like my guy, the hater. Hit me like him, uh, like Grayson Brown. Hit me with a, with a super chat, and I'll jump into that. Last but not least, I kind of wanted to jump into the playoffs. Talk a little bit of the playoffs. Um, and Faceless Man is right. Gilmore got destroyed in that Miami game. Um I don't know if A.J. Brown is going to have a field day, but let's talk about the playoffs. Let's talk about that Titans versus Pats game. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. I really want to pick the Titans in this game. But I looked at some historical stats. And I'm not a historical stat guy. But when you look at the historical stats of Ryan Tannehill in Foxborough, it's hard to pick New England. But the weather is supposed to be absolutely horrendous. Tom Brady is not the same guy. That offense is not the same. The Patriots have struggled playing against teams that have ex-Patriot guys as their head coaches. Just recently, Miami. The Titans dump, dump trucked them last year. I think this game goes down to the wire. Screw that, man. I'm picking the Titans. Titans in an upset. I don't believe in the Patriots' offense. I think the defense has become leaky. The only question is Ryan Tannehill. It's Ryan Tannehill. Can Ryan Tannehill make enough plays? Because I think the Titans can hold down that Patriot offense. That Patriot offense is not very good. I'm going with the upset. I'm picking the Titans. And the other AFC matchup for Wild Card Weekend, we got the Bills versus the Texans. That Bills defense is absolutely for show. It's for real. It's for show. It's for real. It's all that. It ain't going to be enough. But I think it's going to be a tough game. They don't get hit with big plays. I like White versus Hopkins. The outstanding Tredavious White, the outstanding corner versus... DeAndre Hopkins. I like that matchup. Um, I think they're going to play great off. I think they're going to play great on the defensive side of the ball. The only issue is Josh Allen. At times, his accuracy is so bad, he couldn't hit the side of a barn. I'm just not convinced that he could do it on the road. I think it's going to be a tough game, though. I think it'll be decided by, you know, five points or less. But I would go with the Texans. I think the Saints beat the Vikings. The Saints are the Saints are better than the Vikings, I think, in every facet of the game, including coaching. And I think the difference between the quarterbacks is just astronomical. And trying to beat the Saints in the dome, I mean, you're going to need the NFL to make the worst PI call in history for you to beat the Saints in, in the dome. I think the Saints are going to dump truck the Vikings in the dome. And last but not least, I don't think the Eagles are a foot, good football team. I think the uh, NFC East was absolute trash this year. Uh, I think Russell Wilson is the best player on that field. 
And I, I think the Seahawks are going to get it done. So those are my picks. I'm going with the Titans, the Texans, the Saints, and the Seahawks. But let me, before we get off the show, before we conclude the program, um, I'm going to go through the super chat or, or the live chat and see if there's any questions that I want to hit. And if not, we're going to go ahead and um, complete the program. Getting bent with boats that watch Henry have like 27 yards. <laughs> Michael O'Malley called me a flip flopper. Uh, the Cheatriots reign is over. Uh, let me go back into a couple of your questions here. Uh, looks like there's not too many questions, but yeah. I mean, bottom line. What ifs are for losers. You can't make what ifs if you want to be successful in your personal life and or as an organization or a football team. I'm glad that the Pittsburgh Steelers don't operate in that world. So I know that Coach Tomlin is the guy to move them forward to their future. There's no such things as what ifs or coulda, shoulda, wouldas. You've got to just deal with the present, move forward, self-analyze, self-reflect, move forward, and get better. But with that, we are conclude the program. And as always, tune in. Tell a friend and subscribe. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on Chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.